take informational notice. The audio soundscape that you are about to enter is filled with adventure, fun, and a lot of hilarious gags. Now, these are rendered possible by the use of high-quality sound manipulation and editing equipment. So this piece of media genius shall therefore at no time be referred to as a podcast, but instead heretofore as an epic audio experience. Therefore, listeners who wish to extract the most amount of audiophiliac pleasure out of the next 30 or so minutes should refrain from utilizing cell phone speakers or low-quality headphones. For the love of crepes, people, a speaker the size of a fingernail is hardly able to tickle your eardrums the way they ought to be tickled. Believe me, I should know. I did get a PhD in ear tickling, after all. <clears throat> right. If at any time you feel any audio or mental discombobulation, uh, be sure to remove or pause your audio equipment and focus on something far less ridiculous. Doing so should help reality return to a more normal state. However, not finishing this audio experience may leave you with feelings of disjuncture, unresolvedness, and or a lack of connection with the larger life meaning. For more information, be sure to visit starshipcoconut.com or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash starshipcoconut. My name is Professor Lodius Spacebeard, and this has been a message from the Galactic Audio Production Corps. Rock on. Ha <laughs> Okay, seriously, it's, it's time to hear the episode now. Where do people find this music? It's so groovy. Solitary space. A lone Confederation starship emerges from the distance. <laughs> Lame. This is just another one of those stupid epic sci-fi intros. Like all the rest of them, isn't it? Well... Actually, no. Not this time. Let me take you to another dimension, shall we? One that is goofier than you ever could have imagined. That's right. We're gonna follow the adventures of the zaniest spacecraft to have ever existed. The worst starship with the weirdest crew in the Confederation Space Force. These are the adventures of the Starship Coconut. running away from the objective. Good work, Natasha. I mean, Honey Badger? Pablo, run a sensor scan for enemy personnel around the first objective. Way ahead of you, Captain Kiwi. I read two life signatures just around the next bend. They appear to be heavily armed and standing directly in front of the main airlock. Natasha? On it, Captain. Oh, I wanted to get through this without getting my hands dirty. Oh, well. 
All right, Pablo. Tell me when the guards are turned in the other direction. Hey, Chuck. You think we should go and check what the alarm is all about? I don't get paid nearly enough to care. Besides, why would anybody want to rush towards where the danger is? That would just be stupid. Yeah, good point. Go? Nah, I'm good. What was that? Is that a teddy bear? Help me! Huh? Hello, boys. Huh? Hey! Too easy. Nobody touches Mr. Snuggles and gets away with it. I still don't understand why you insist on bringing a stuffed animal on missions, Miss Lux. None of your business, Pablo. Now let's get that airlock open. Alright, there. Yeah. Flash? What are you doing here? Huh? Natasha, you can't sneak up on a guy like that. <laughs> You're ruining my groove. Flash, you were supposed to meet me at the next objective. Oh, come on. My code name is Pelican, Tash. Pelican. Don't care, Flash. Hey, you! Flash, Pelican. Time to go. Don't have to ask me twice. Let's get out of Dodge. Great. So much for a stealthy entrance. How much further do they have to go? Natasha and Flash, enter the second door on the left. That is where you'll find the bomb. Got it, Pablo. Wait, did he just say bomb? Yep, now get in there. Wait, what? Like, who's gonna disarm this thing? Uh, you are? Didn't you read the mission briefing? Uh blue folder with a bunch of uh, official-looking documents, diagrams, and uh, fancy-looking logos in the corner? That's the one. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't really get around to it. Oh, fantastic. I'll hold them off. You figure it out. Uh, okay. Um, Captain, what should I do? All right, Pelican. How much time is on the timer? Uh, uh, two minutes, Captain. Hmm, not much time. Pablo? There should be a latch on the right-hand side. That opens the bomb. Uh, the, the big one that says, do not open? No, the other one. Oh, right. <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, I'm in. Um, there are three wires, Pablo. Uh, one is red with hearts on it. Uh, one is uh, green with hippos on it. And <laughs> the other one is blue with candles on it. You guys, is there any way that we can speed this up? They just brought in the big guns. What do you mean, Natasha? They just brought in the pistol shrimp. We are the pistol shrimp. We mean business. Surrender or be blasted. Whoa. I thought those things were just a myth. What are pistol shrimp? They're the shock troops of the Confederation Space Force. Basically cannons with legs. Their left claw heats up the surrounding air to temperatures equivalent to the output of a small sun. We are the best. You will be destroyed. Okay, we need to finish this now. Okay, Flash, cut the wires in this order. Captain! I can't hold them off! I'm on my way! What? Don't 
Don't worry, Natasha. I got this. Pablo, what's my fastest route? Right next to you, sir? What? There's no stairway here. Oh, come on. You can't be serious. A garbage chute? It's the fastest way, Captain. Well, I guess someone has to save our skins. I just wish it didn't have to be me. Well, here goes nothing. <laughs> hear you, man. Look, there's only 15 seconds left, dude. What wires should I cut? Great. Just what we need. A faulty radio. The pistol shrimp are jamming the signal. Ugh, we are so done. Come out, or we will fry you and turn you into Baba Ganoush. Well, it's been fun knowing you, Tash. Save me the fatalistic garbage, Private. Prepare to be decimated. I'm scared, Tash. Firing. What is going on? Why don't you big dummies point your claws somewhere else? Captain? Whoa, epic. He came down the garbage chute. Ugh, that smell. Hey, you just gonna stand there, you walking entrees? Or are you gonna come and get what you deserve from Captain Kiwi? Prepare to die, you stinky garbage man. Oh, shoot. Captain, run! Run? Right! <laughs> Follow me, you big dummies! <laughs> You'll never catch me! Come back, stinky man. We are the pistol shrimp, and you will be destroyed. Flash! The bomb! Oh, fudge. Only five seconds left. Uh, uh, Pablo? There's no time. All right, um, Eenie, Meenie, Miney, uh, Mo. Do not cut the red wire. <sighs> Which wire did you cut? Uh, red one. Oh, great. Simulation failed. <sighs> Seriously, guys? Nice. So that's what it's like to get blown up. <laughs> Flash! If you had read the briefing, you would have known which wire to cut. Come on, Tash, chill. <laughs> we got pretty close. Indeed. That is the closest we have ever come. And yet, we are still dead. What if this had been a real mission? Close just doesn't cut it in hostile environments. I concur with Miss Lux. We've reduced our odds of survival to 33%. Even if Flash had picked the blue wire, those are not good odds. You know, some people have better things to do than read dumb manuals and play simulations for no apparent reason. Yeah? Like what? <laughs> Catching up on flube tube, sleeping in, counting the number of cracks in the mess hall roof. You know, off-duty stuff. And that's the attitude that has gained us the reputation as the worst crew in the entire Star Force. Come on, crew. Didn't we at least have... Fun? 
Yeah! <laughs> that garbage chute move was far out, Captain Dude! Fun? Fun? You guys are hopeless! <sighs> I'm gonna go up to the bridge. At least Pablo understands the need for professionalism. Oh, come on, Natasha. We'll do better next time. If there is a next time. Man, what's eating her all the time, Kiwi? I don't know, Private. I think she's seen things that we can only dream of. She does make a valid point, though. Yeah? <laughs> what's that? Read the briefing next time, Private. Someday we may be in a real jam, and something tells me we won't get any second chances. I'll see you on the bridge. Elevator, take us to the bridge. <sighs> Computer, begin Captain's diary entry. Passcode, Mama's Little Tiger. Diary entry number code 74656. Captain Kiwi reporting. The Confederation totally awesome Starship Coconut continues our steep space sensor sweep. As per Admiral Hotchkiss's orders, we continue our subsector by subsector sensor and visual inspection of the fringes of Confederation space. It is, in the opinion of most of our crew, a monotonous, nay, a mind-numbingly boring mission. I am beginning to think that the uppers at Star Cluster Zero are just trying to keep us as far away as from anything important as possible. They have not been shy in their criticism about our performance in recent missions. Crew morale is... How do I put this? In the toilet. Natasha Lux, my second-in-command, and our guidance officer, Flash, argue constantly don't take their jobs seriously, and I'm beginning to think that Mother was wrong about my natural leadership abilities. Our robotic science officer, Pablo, remains a bright, if socially clueless, influence, and our engineer, McDougal, is as always nowhere to be found. No doubt crawling around in some remote service hatch in the belly of the ship. I have to believe that things will get better, because at this point, things can't get much worse. For now, I can only put on a brave face and pretend that I don't feel a sense of panic every time someone calls my name. Bridge level. Captain Kiwi, on the command deck. Thank you, Pablo. We actually have a riveting mission to take care of today, crew. Pablo, can you take some scans of the sector, please? Already on it, Captain. Scans? Seriously, for what, dude? I haven't seen anything out there all morning. Our instructions are to locate an asteroid of some kind. The Admiral didn't fill me in on the details. Captain, I have run the scan four times and have found absolutely nothing, sir. Do you wish me to run it again? Maybe that's because there's a whole lot of absolutely nothing to find. Well, the Admiral must have sent us out here for a reason. He called this a very integral mission. One which could determine the fate of the entire Confederation. I hate to be the one who points this out, but isn't that what he says about every mission that we go on? Hey, the work we have done thus far has been very important. Integral to the betterment of our comrades in arms. Key to the encouragement of interstellar trade. Hate to be a downer, bro, but I don't think escorting freighters, collecting star drive nectar, and establishing contact with ding-dongs on the far fringes of nowhere is either integral or important. 
Imbecilic and idiotic sounds more like it. I don't like this tone you are developing. We have had more than our fair share of the action. Right, Pablo? Indeed, sir. The amount of new types of cheese we have encountered has increased the database of known varieties by a factor of four. We have encountered numerous sentient species, chartered multiple star systems, and even done battle with the Great Ooze. Indeed, we did defeat the Ooze. A great victory for the Confederation. (sighs) Only after destroying an entire half of a star sector and being forced to sacrifice one of the fleet's top star cruisers. Oh yeah, I still miss old mincemeat. So young, so fast, so sexy. I still cry myself to sleep at night. And now we're stuck here, scanning a useless asteroid while the best assignments are being given to everybody else. Oh, come on now, guys. It could be much worse. We could be dead. I feel like my brain already is. Like old mincemeat. Rest in peace, girl. Captain, we have an incoming video stream from Star Cluster Zero. Admiral Hodgkiss. All right, all of you. Get yourselves together. We are professionals, and I expect you to act like some. Pablo, have you tried every scan for anomalies? Well, now that you mention it, Captain, I have not tried a deep flatulent layer scan on an egometric wave spread. I doubt it will turn up anything, though. Well, we need to show the Admiral that we have been as thorough as possible. Give it a shot. As you wish. Natasha, try showing that ever-aloof sunny side to your personality. (sighs) Flash... Get your boots off the console. Groovy, sir. Let's all try to look our best. How's that scan looking, Pablo? Running, sir. All right, Pablo. Put the Admiral on monitor. Admiral, (laughs) how good to see you. You got any progress yet, Kiwi? Well, we were just about to call you, Admiral. Oh, you were, were you? Yes, sir. Our continued scans have thus far indicated that there is nothing of interest to be found. Arr, well that makes no sense now, does it? Our deep space Crotonium Whisper Scanatron readouts indicate that there is a large deposit of highly viscostic material somewhere in the very close proximity to your current coordinates. Well, we are running one last scan, but my crewman assures me that he does not expect to find anything. Well, that would be an awful shame for you and your crew, Kiwi. You see, your lack of productiveness is getting rather tiresome for some of us here at command. Well, sir, it is highly difficult to be of much use based on the lack of meaningful missions we have been receiving of late. My crew and I believe that we can be of much more use to the Confederacy. Watch yourself, Captain. After your performance in the Ooze incident, you have quite a deep hole to crawl out of. I... Heaven knows you are not nearly at the level to be receiving anything of any significance. Admiral, I must protest. Oh, Flash. Is that wee little Flash? How good to see you again, young man. You aren't that skinny little type your dad brought around the academy. Doing good there, chap. Uh, yo, Admiral, dude. Doing pretty good. Bit bored, but, you know, just chillaxing out here in space, you know, the use... What's up with you, big guy? Arr, oh ho ho, big guy is right. Some things, they never change. Your father says hello. He mentioned that you'd been working out. Got a nice set of pipes on you now, don't you? Captain, flatulent layer skin complete. <sighs> Not a moment too soon. What do you have for me, Pablo? 
my egometric wave spreader indicates that there are distinct readings of highly gastronomic material coming from the rear side of the asteroid. Can we get a visual? Let me see. Negative, Captain. The asteroid has some sort of remedial flatulent energy field radiating from its surface. It is not allowing me to get a clear visual. Get some of your people down there, Kiwi. That material is of utmost importance to our ongoing work on our fleet's new battle cruiser. Send some of your people down there immediately and extract all of it. But sir, what if we find nothing of value? For all of your sake, you'd better hope that you do, Kiwi. Except for you, of course, Flash. Any kin of your dad's is a kin of mine. Thanks, boss. Now be sure to report back as soon as you've done something useful for a change. Hotchkiss out. Wow. He sure doesn't think we're all that in a bag of chips. Indeed, Captain. Doesn't appear that we are in his good books, as it were. I think that's how you say it. I don't know what all you homies are all talking about. Hug and kiss seems to like me. Mm-hmm. What? He said that I'm a treat. You are. Some kind of treat. Thanks, Natasha. <laughs> You're not too bad yourself. <laughs> all right. You heard, Hotchkiss. We have to go down there and check it out. Any volunteers? Well, I don't know. Oh, kind of busy, busy over here over on the here. console. Yeah, you know, busy. Going on <laughs> Look at me go. Oh, come on now, crew. We're all in this together. I will go, Captain. I have always loved discovering new types of dairyarchical pasteurizations. To seek out new forms of utteral excretions was built into my core purpose programming. All right, Pablo. See, that is what I'm talking about. We here on the Starship Coconut are an enterprising crew. Now, protocol dictates that at least two of us must go on every off-ship excursion. I will need Flash here to steer us into Flufferpuffer range. And I'm the captain, so I can't go. So that leaves... Who, me? Why do I always have to go? Look, Natasha, we're a bare-bones crew here. Why can't we send Eduardo? My half-brother is not qualified to do excursions. What about McDougal? Good luck trying to track him down, <laughs> Remember the last time we tried to find him? That could take weeks. No, Natasha, you are the most qualified fighter on this ship, and someone needs to look after Pablo down there. As captain, I am ordering... All right, all right. I'm sure we won't find anything anyway. Come on, Pablo. I'm so excited. This is going to be so much fun. I wonder what I should wear. Whatever it's going to be, make it snappy. I don't have all day. I need to get my equipment together. I wonder if I should bring my fine-tuned Purifern array. Or my scalopanizer. Decisions. Decisions. All right, Flash. Bring us to the far side of the asteroid and begin the Flufferpuffer initiation sequence. Yes, sir. Finally, some action. It's time for a Starship Coconut commercial break. Do you feel the call of duty? Like a shiver in your bones, or a bowel movement in your arse. Well, it's time to get off of your hiney and get yourself down to join up for Star Force today. All those people who told you you had a purpose, they were lying to you. So now it's time to get yourself out of the dumps and out doing something useful. If you have ever wanted to defend the galaxy against evildoers like the fearsome Glurgs, or you'd rather just mop the deck of a fancy battle cruiser, <laughs> we've got a place for you. 
Just make sure you pick your butt off your couch and send in your application to Star Force Academy right away. If you ever wanted to stand on the poop deck and watch as all the stars fly past you, well, the Star Force is the place for you. This is a message from Grand Admiral Hotchkiss. And remember, if you feel like a loser, you're not the only one out there. So join up for Star Force today. Thanks for listening to the commercials. Imagine if you could have one on here. That would be pretty cool, right? Okay, back to the show. It is one thing to hear stories of the Lactosian formations one finds in low atmosphere, but a whole other thing to see them in person. I mean, look at these pepperonic formations. They are simply astonishing. Yeah, they sure are something else, all right. My cluster array is picking up hints of phenolite, rouge flaconite, garlicite, and even a smattering of paprikite. I am sure that the aroma is quite pleasing for humans. Well, why don't you give it a try? Sure, why not? Pablo, what the heck are you doing? The atmosphere here is way too low for you to take your helmet off. What do you mean? You just said that I should give it a try. Pablo, it is called sarcasm. Look at your scanner. The concentration of tomatotorgon gas being emitted from the crust would make your head pop like a cherry. You're acting like this is your first deep space excursion. Well, that would be fitting. This is your first excursion? There is a first time for everything. That is what my grandmother used to say. Look at the view. The lack of clouds lets you see forever. Get away from that ledge, Pablo. Man, you really are a pain in the neck. That is merely the side effects of the fluffer puffer. Watch this. Look at me, turning through the air. This low gravity is amazing. Pablo, you're floating away. Get back here. Gotcha. What's going on down there? Do you see anything? Negative, Captain. Just hanging around, babysitting, you know, living the dream. Captain, I think I can see something from up here. Yes, Pablo? The view is quite stunning from up here, Captain. Rolling hills of Goudadite and Breland, craters of Peppercornia, and I can't believe my scanners, Captain. What, Pablo? What is it? Captain, if I am reading these readings correctly, then 200 meters away is the largest deposit of gorgonzolite and mozzarellaite ever discovered. That's it, Pablo. That is what we are looking for. Great. Now how do we get there, Pablo? I can't see a thing down here. All right. Turn around 280 degrees to your left. All right. No, your other left. All right. Now what? Good. Now walk straight ahead until you come in between those two utteral projections directly in front of you. Uh, it's a bit hazy down here, Pablo. All right, now keep walking and stop when I tell you. All right. Watch out for the ledge. What ledge? That ledge. Come in. 
Pablo? Natasha? Flash, do a scan. Um, dude, uh, scanners don't work, dude. Pablo? Natasha? This is Kiwi. Come in. Good gravy. Why don't they answer? Wow. Brutal. I hope they didn't bite the dust. First the mincemeat. Now two of my crew. Man, can this year get any worse? Well, you know what they say, Captain Dude. Whatever doesn't blow you down, sure as hay hasn't blown you up. Wow, Flash. That was just so... appropriate. I know, dude. I know. Captain! Captain! Come in! Oh, thank big kahuna! Natasha, are you alright? Yeah, Captain. Pablo and I are fine. But, Captain, I think we've found the source of our exaggerated signal. Oh, yeah? Can you describe it to me? It's a large piece of pepperonite, sir. About 50 meters across, 4 meters high. It's fluctuating at a very high amplitude. 100 flops a minute, to be precise. Why is it doing that? Unclear, but there is a very distinct energy signature coming from it, sir. Identify it, Pablo. Captain, I think I know what it is. Pablo, invert your scanners to look on a glycemic frequency. What good is that going to do if you are looking for deep posterior flatulence energy coming from the crust? The energy isn't coming from the inside of the asteroid, Captain. She's right, Captain. The energy is coming from space. What? It's a gooey beam, Captain. Do you have a visual on its origin? Quadrangulating it now, Captain. No need. I know what we're dealing with here. And Captain, we do not want to stick around here to find out. What do you mean, Natasha? I've seen readings like this before, and Captain, for the safety of everyone here, we need to leave. Now. Natasha, what are you on about? Captain, I need you to believe me. We need to leave now, before it's too late. Oh my good Gables! What is it, Pablo? To quote the Oxford Dictionary, it is humongous. What is? It is... what is the word? Hideous! Pablo, tell me! Heavens, you are even more frightening than I remember. Captain, it is the size of a small moon. Giant eyes. Giant mouth. Furry and... Cluster Zero on monitor. Top alert. Groovy, dude. Hang tight down there. Why are you wasting time? We need to get out of here. Admiral on monitor, sir. Kiwi, what am I seeing your mug for? Sir, we have established contact with a giant being of some kind on a direct course with the asteroid, sir. A being, you say? What kind? Well, we don't exactly know, sir, but my crew on the surface reports it is enormous, hideous, and furry. Furry? Well, color me pink. Did you find the deposits we need? Yes, sir, we did, but... Do they appear to be promising? Yes, sir, extremely concentrated, but the risk to my... Captain, we need that mozzarellaite gorgonzolite. But, sir, the creature is using a gooey beam to pull the asteroid in. Do you have any scans of this so-called creature? No, sir. The asteroid is messing with our sensors. So you have no proof. Uh, 
So I'm supposed to believe that you are being attacked by a giant furry creature with no proof? Uh, Kiwi, you must think that I was born yesterday. Captain, I have heard plenty of cadet stories that sound like a blockbuster compared to this farce. Seriously, Kiwi, I knew that you were lazy, but uh, this one really takes the cake. This isn't the way to get out of a routine assignment. Sir, that is not the situation Read my lips, Kiwi. Either you bring me back that asteroid, and a little something scrumptious to pacify my growing vehemence for you and your crew, or I will be telling the Admiral what a snotty job you've been doing thus far. But, sir... Hot kiss out. Oh, for the love of kale and cabbage, what does a guy have to do to get a break around here? He has really nice teeth. Where do you think he gets them done? All right. Crew, we need solutions. How about we get out of Dodge and live life on the run? Groovy. I always wanted to live life on the road. Renegade, free rider, just me, my crew, and the open sky. No! We do not want to be on the bad side of the Confederation. We would have no place to go. Oh well. Guess I'll just have to put that back on my bucket list. What's a bucket list? Step one, get a bucket. Step two, make a list. Step three, put the list in the bucket. Duh. Got any realistic plans in your bucket? Here, let me check. Yeah, here we go. How about we ram a giant asteroid-eating monster right in the face? The likelihood of that having any effect is like an ant trying to have a boxing match with a human. I admire the gumption, Flash, but I prefer not to flatten myself today. Pablo, any suggestions? Well, my idea would involve collecting dark matter from the space between the molecules in the matter around us, then firing them at a high velocity behind the hideous creature that lies before me. Then the dark matter would collide with the real matter and create a time-space transwarp anomaly that would proceed to suck everything in its vicinity inside of it, breaking it apart into its basic components. A black hole? That's your big idea? Whoa, Interstellar! That is far out, Pablo. A little too far out, if you ask me. Too dangerous. Natasha? Well, he's using a tractor beam, no? Why don't we just create an antipolar shift, which would create a reversal of the polarity of the tractor beam and push the creature further away? Plausible? Possible? Predictable. McDougal? You know, whenever I wanted to get rid of a crazy critter out of my backyard, the simplest thing to do was to poison a tasty little morsel and leave it on the back porch. Once they got their little snouts all filled with yummy and then swallowed it down, then it was just a matter of time before they went belly up. Yippery dumb as a doornail they were. McDougal? That is genius! Do we have any poison on board? Sonny, I'm a caretaker. I have a million ways to make any number of space critters rue the day they were born. I'll go take a gander and believe you me. As quick as a jiff, we will have that pepperoni asteroid-shaped pizza packing through venom to take down five planet-sized monsters. This is the dumbest thing I have ever 
ever heard. Either way, we need to do something quick. We have the Poison Aid 2045 loaded into the Fluffer Puffer. Now the two of you need to get to cover and stay within range of the Fluffer Puffer so that we can suctionate you back up as soon as possible. Can do, Captain. Pablo, I sure wish that Fluffer Puffer didn't take so long to recharge. We might not make it out of this alive. This is not how I thought I would go. My servo's being laced apart by the stomach juices of a giant asteroid-eating monster named Grog. I somehow knew it would have to be this way. Fluffer Puffer to recharge. How long, Flash? 120 seconds, Captain. Captain, it's getting dang close. According to my calculations, you will have approximately 10 seconds to lock on and suck us out before we enter the moth. Yummy, yummy. 60 seconds on the clock, Captain. I just want all of you to know in case this plan doesn't work, that it has been an honor serving with you. None of this fatalistic garbage, Captain. This is not the way I'm gonna go. No monster entrails are getting this chico. Probability is highest that the teeth would get you first. Or the tongue. If you survive that, the drowning in liquefied asteroid components mixed with stomach acid is the most likely cause of death. Visual, not helpful. 30 seconds. Oh my goodness! Material, I have to admit. This is not how my grandmother said I would die when my parents put me together piece by piece. In an avalanche, she said. Surrounded by muskrats and badger cups, she said. She had a way of seeing things. Your family was pretty messed up, huh? Grog is hungry. This is food for Grog. So yummy for my tummy. How can we hear him right now? The vibrations are so intense that it is rattling through the ground, through our bodies, right into our eardrums. Ten seconds. Hold on, guys. Nine. Make it stop. Eight. Hang on, Pablo. Seven. My God, look at these readings. Six. Five. It is enormous. Four. Three. Goodbye, Grandma. Two. Initiate Fluffer Puffer. Captain! No! Grog eats! No! Yeah, let's do it. It's kind of weird being normal. Yeah. 
Are we ever normal? No. All right, cool. Uh, you want to go first? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I, okay, go ahead. Cool. Hey, guys. David and Steven here, the creators of the Starship Coconut. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed making it for you. If you want to learn more about the show, be sure to head over to starshipcoconut.com. Also, if you want to become an integral part of the creation of this audio experience and help us get more ridiculous adventures into your eardrums every two weeks, then consider supporting us on patreon.com forward slash starshipcoconut. We have lots of great reward tiers for monthly contributions, including access to exclusive and bonus content, merchandise, looks behind the scenes, and much more. We really want to continue making something truly ridiculous and fun for you, our wonderful listeners, every two weeks. So becoming a Patreon subscriber really goes a long way. Until next time, stay groovy, people, and we'll see you in the next episode of The Starship Coconut! Coconut.